You're listening to the NABS Now podcast, brought to you by the National Association of Blind Students, a proud division of the National Federation of the Blind. My name is Nina, and thank you for listening to the NADS Now podcast. So today we have a really interesting topic for our November episode. Last month, we talked about resumes and getting hired for a job, and this month, we're actually going to talk about starting your own business. So without further ado, let's jump into our interview portion for today. Hi everyone, my name is Jenya. I am from Massachusetts and I went to school at Bridgewater State University. I graduated with a social work major and a psychology minor. I'm an, uh, now I'm currently working at a tech company as well as I run my own side uh, business for career coaching. We're so happy to have you. So do you wanna tell me a little bit more about your business? Yeah, of course. Um, So like I said before, I do one-on-one individualized career coaching. um, And so I work with motivated young professionals who are looking to transition careers. Now that can look anything from someone who's in college currently and has a part-time job, but that job doesn't really have anything to do with what they're majoring in. They're about to graduate and move on to the next chapter of their life and want to do something more closely related to what they went to school for. Um, I can also be a person who is either severely underpaid for all the responsibility that they're taking on at their jobs um, and just want better for themselves, or someone who went into a career and is now realizing like, wow, this really doesn't fit what I envision for myself in five to 10 years. Like I cannot see myself doing this anymore. And so those are kind of like the three types of career transition uh, types of clients that I I work with. That's awesome. What inspired you to start your own business? Because I know it's not something people think of right off the bat usually. Yeah, career coaching is kind of like one of those really specific fields, I would say. I even tried looking on online for like degrees and and what I could do for certifications for career coaching specifically. The closest I came was like finding something on life coaching, which I actually did get certified in life coaching, but it's, it's such a specific field. So it's interesting that you ask that. Uh, I think the two things that made me want to go into this originally, it kind of comes in two parts. So the first part is definitely employment discrimination. Um, And then the second part is, kind of like trying a lot of things that I'm passionate about and and failing at a lot of the things that I'm passionate about and finally figuring out what I can do that's within reason that works with my work schedule and that just embodies my values and my style of of running my own business um, and settling on career coaching. So to kind of elaborate on that first part as far as discrimination goes, so Obviously, I'm visually impaired, um, and I had a lot of I have a lot of friends growing up, and still now, who are also blind. Pretty much from the time that we were all able to start applying for jobs, I 
I've experienced like stories, I've been told stories about employment discrimination. So people will apply to different jobs, they'll go, you know, they'll, they'll pass the interview stage just, or the resume stage just fine, they get called in for an interview, they, you know, go in perfectly fine independently, and they get turned down for some small reason that sort of like doesn't make sense. And you can kind of tell that it was because of discrimination. And so that's kind of like, that's the one thing that inspired me is just seeing all my friends going through this. And like, it's something that's so beyond our control that it's, it's hard to deal with when you don't really have a support system or a guide or someone to kind of like support you through it. And part of my career coaching is me working with individuals from marginalized groups, whether that's women, people of color, uh, people with disabilities, and transgender people, just, just any marginalized group, um, because I know how hard it is to apply for a job, just even like applying, you know, and then never mind getting rejected and having to do it all over again and feeling like you're going to constantly keep getting discriminated against. So that's that's the first part that really inspired me to do this. The second part is that I've actually tried a couple of businesses so far. I've tried running a skincare accessible skincare business. Um, I've tried to make like different jars. You've probably seen it on Facebook. All my um, all my yeah, they were so cute. Starting up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would I did like um cookie jars at one point and put all the ingredients in the jar, tried to make that as accessible as I could with QR codes that would then link to the recipe, you know, and, and for one reason or another, those things just didn't stick. And this is the thing that's kind of stuck the longest and that I've been able to, with support, obviously, from my team, my friends, my family, run this somewhat independently, you know, and I didn't, I don't need like a huge team for this. I don't need to put a lot of money into it right away to get it off the ground. So I know you were talking about how some things are out of our control, especially with employer discrimination and things of that nature. But I know that some um, blind students specifically who are maybe looking into a career path might feel like starting their own business is unattainable. Um, especially mm -hmm. because of the way that people perceive us sometimes. So do you have any advice yeah. for people who are maybe kind of going back and forth about if this is an attainable goal for them or if, you know, for anyone, honestly? Yeah, I mean, it definitely is hard, like you said, especially since we keep getting turned down and there's a lot of stigma about how we're inspiring for doing just like the basic daily things. Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's another reason why I actually wanted to start my own business is because I want people, I want to give people something else for them to find me inspiring for rather than just, oh, you're inspiring for putting on your pants in the morning. Like that is not, <laughs> that's not what I want to be known for. That's not. So to go back to your question about any advice, I would say like, there's going to be moments in life where you aren't going to be able to control how people react to you, just like we've said before. I think just taking a second, like grounding yourself again, you know, and, and sometimes like 
even sitting with the emotions that that certain situation caused you, but not letting it get you down for long. And you know, that, that looks different for everyone, right? But eventually regrounding yourself, whatever, whatever ways work for you to do that. And then you get back up and you try again, whether that's trying something else. Like for me, I didn't the cookie jar thing or the, the Christmas gifting, um, but I did stick eventually career coaching did, um, did work out for me. And so I had to try like four different, five different things before I figured out what that looked like for me and what I could realistically do. So I think just try everything and, and don't give up if something doesn't work out. And I know that sounds pretty basic. Like you probably hear that everywhere, but it couldn't be more true. I tell my clients this all the time too, right? We're part of minority groups. People are going to react the way they react. It's good practice to be able to kind of shut those voices out. And that's why for me personally, I work out of my house. Um, and sometimes when I really need to focus, I'll go to a coffee shop, just something to switch up my environment. But I mostly do that because career coaching, I do virtually, right? So a lot of people, a lot of my clients don't even know that I'm blind, um, which is interesting. It's not like something I try to hide or anything, but it's, it's uh, refreshing to be able to let other parts of your personality shine right off the bat without the blindness being a barrier as other people perceive it to be. So that's kind of my advice as far as that goes. But I think it's not just blind people or people with disabilities who think starting their own business is unattainable. I think that's a pretty, pretty common thought that goes through someone's mind when they're thinking about uh, going, taking the entrepreneurial route. And what I have to say to that is the title of CEO and founder and all these things is, is kind of intimidating, but honestly, it only takes like $500 uh, to open your own LLC. Where you take it from there obviously matters, right, to how big you get and the growth and development for your business. But anyone can start a business essentially and it is accessible just knowing that you can take that step can lead to bigger things right so if you start a business now what do you do now you can't you know you can't exactly shut it down or like what so so now you you're kind of like stuck thinking like here i started my own business now what and and it goes from there so once you take that first step it's kind of like everything else starts building up so my next question is kind of related would you mind I'm elaborating on one or two of the access issues that you faced, if you did face any, and kind of how you were able to deal with them. Yeah, definitely. So a couple of things come to mind when I think about this. The first thing is advertising your business, marketing your business, because a lot of the time, those things are very visual. We're very, we're a very visual-based society now, you know, with like everything on from Instagram and you'll see small businesses being advertised on Facebook. But a lot of those advertisements contain visual components like pictures and just things that like I have pictures, right? But when I create my ad, I want to be able to see other ads and see how they compare to mine, right? So that's definitely been a, a barrier for me. How do I make my business stand out? Not being able to do my research as far as like marketing goes in the visual world. And right now for coaches specifically, like health and fitness coaches, life coaches, career coaches, a lot of those businesses take place on Instagram. Um, but fortunately, I've, 
Um, I, I have a really supportive team behind me. I have other ways of, of marketing. Yes, they're more creative and maybe they're not the typical route that a, that a coach or someone with my title would take, but it's been working. I think just like there's a, there's a solution for everything and also having a support system really, really helps. The other barrier that I've faced too is resume, visual resume editing. So like I can write up a resume, no problem, but you probably know yourself, like when you try to input something into a template, when you open up a PDF and, or a, a Word doc, and there's just like the line that you have to write on, mm-hmm. you kind of have to know what, where on that line to write, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's also been pretty difficult to like receive client or clients resumes and then not know kind of like what template or if the wording matches the template or vice versa. So what I've done to overcome that is Ira actually offers, not, so this isn't sponsored by Ira or anything, but they offer a Intuit small business promo. So basically you call Ira, you apply that promo and you get half an hour of whatever business related task that you would need to do. Um, and so for that, I'll have a template of the resume, what I want my resume to look like. And then also the resume that I'm editing and have them help me kind of match the resume that I'm editing to that template. Um, okay. That makes sense. But yeah, so that, that's the first way that I've done it. The second thing that I've done is I've hired a resume editor, um, and a LinkedIn editor. And so she's been really helpful. So now I don't really need to do it through Ira. Now I have one person and that kind of solves the confidentiality problem where, you know, my clients I'm sure don't want a bunch of people on IRA seeing their information and their mm-hmm. personal like address and things like that. So that's why now I have a designated person for that. That makes a lot of sense. And I kind of wanted you to elaborate on some of those just to kind of go with the misconception by a lot of blind students that owning your own business is unattainable because you kind of just showed us how you can find solutions to everyday accessibility challenges um, and still pretty much do it independently. So that's awesome. And yeah, <laughs> a very vague question, but I'm curious, what do you think the best part of owning your own business is? There's so many. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's hard to narrow it down, but when I was thinking about this question, I think the first thing is that you get a flexible schedule. You can, you can choose the time that you work and you can, yeah, it's, it's honestly like the best part. I I can't even lie. Like the career coaching, (laughs) yes, I'm doing something I'm passionate in, but to be able to do it when I want to do it, like sometimes working in the same thing that you're passionate in kind of kills that passion for you. And that's not really a thing for me because I can just do it whenever I want. You know, obviously the client and I figure out a schedule that works for for both of us. But again, it's like, I don't have to keep taking on a caseload of 50 clients. You can have good boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. You can set boundaries. You know, you can also just, you can kind of like choose the clients that you would work best with. Uh, And that takes a lot of self-awareness and also knowing a lot of people because if you don't think that you and someone will work together well or they are like I focus on career transition coaching and if a client is just looking and they're they're currently unemployed and they're seeking other like they're seeking a coach but because they're unemployed and they're not really having a transit career transition issue they're more just 
looking for employment. And so you kind of need to know a lot of resources in order to be able to like help them out because I still want to help them. Right. I'm not just going to be like, sorry, I don't do that. <laughs> we can't work together. Obviously be like, Hey, like I'm focusing on career transition coaching. You might want to look at someone who focuses on unemployment and just looking, you know, job searching uh, in general. And I would want to know people to refer them to or provide the resources like through the state, things like that. So definitely choosing who and like when and who you're working with. Now, by who I'm working with, I don't mean like, you know, discrimination. That's a totally different thing. But I just mean if we're not a good fit and they really would benefit from something different, I could I can refer them to that. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's definitely a huge part of it. The second part I would say was is that I can cultivate my own company culture. And that's like something that's so special to me because a lot of people are unhappy at the jobs that they're at because of the work culture specifically and because they have no work-life balance and like I'm excited to be expanding I just hired the resume editor and I have an intern and like to be able to provide those things for them like work-life balance a really collaborative company culture where everyone is communicating clearly and we're having fun while we're doing that um and so that's that's just such another exciting part of this career um, and pursuing your own business. So that was all the questions I have. Um, do you think I miss anything? Is there anything you want to add at all? I'm trying to think. I don't think I have anything to add necessarily. No problem. I would just give have... someone like the opportunity just in case. <laughs> do you have any like follow-up questions on anything? No, you're super eloquent. So you answered everything. Like oh, you. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is fun. I love talking about I'm really passionate about helping people start their own businesses too. So let me know if you need help because this is something really fun. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to definitely think about it and let you know because it's always kind of like nibbled at the back of my mind. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Listen, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> and um, there's a lot of resources, a lot of things you that, you know, like I watch YouTube videos and those kind of motivate me to keep going, oh, you know, other yeah. career coaches. So that's yeah, awesome. a fun time. Thank you so much for all those valuable insights. I hope you all enjoyed listening and maybe this episode will inspire you to start your own business.